This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello, Satnam, and welcome to Evolve by Erica the podcast. I'm Erica Pulsinelli, your host, here to talk about all things high vibrational, spiritual, 5D, meditation, and beyond. Welcome and come on in. Hello, fam. Welcome back to another episode. Of Evolve by Erica the podcast. I'm so excited to be here today. We are doing something a little different. We're going to be um, share. I'm going to be sharing some of the things that you guys wrote into me on Instagram, saying you can use support in, and sharing some suggestions just from my experience here on Earth. <laughs> so I hope you find them helpful. I hope that you are doing well, and we're gonna get right into it. So first question I had was building better habits, support in building better habits. So I truly believe, you guys are going to be so surprised by this answer, I truly believe that starting a meditation practice will help you to build better habits overall in your life because it helps you to be more mindful and aware of the habits you already have. So when we practice kundalini specifically, we are reorganizing those neural pathways in our mind and we're helping our mind start to think more positively and choose more positive things that will serve us rather than what will not. So I believe um, you need to commit If you have an idea of some habits you want to release and some habits that you want to gain, I think meditation can help you do that. I also think it's really powerful to write down the habits that you want to bring in and the ones that you want to release. And by writing them down, by putting pen to paper, that will be so helpful. It just holds you so much more accountable. And then each morning when you wake up and you tune in for your meditation, ask for divine guidance. You have a team of angels, spirit guides, people, ancestors that want to help you and support you be your best self. Every morning, ask for that strength, that guidance, that support as you release old habits and start new ones. And the meditation I would recommend to do to release old habits and begin new ones is the addiction meditation. It's a really great one to re- organize where our mind goes and reorganize our thoughts and bring in better more positive ones okay so the next question is trying to wake up early and waking up instead of snoozing so I'll actually a lot of people wrote the same thing or something very similar and it's about an early wake up time so I truly believe that our wake up to has a lot to do with when we go to sleep, how we go to sleep, and our sleep hygiene. So before going to bed, trying your best to get off of any blue light for 30 minutes right before going to sleep, disconnecting from your phone, especially scrolling because it's just like an endless hole that we can get into. Putting your eyes on text on a book can help you really wind down for the night. And then, and also listening to my audio meditation to help you wind down for the evening. It is so good. I highly recommend it. And then for waking up early and instead of snoozing, you need to remember you never ever regret waking up early. You never regret getting that early meditation in. You never regret getting in that or early morning workout or having more time to yourself in the morning. Am I right? I'm so right. If anyone regrets it, write me and let me know. But seriously, you never 
regret getting out of bed and getting an earlier start and you have to bring that into your mind each morning. I used to be a snooze queen and some weeks I still go through it where I need to sleep in a little bit but what gets me up is how good how bad do you want to feel good how much are you willing to do to get yourself out of bed and do what makes you feel good and you really have to keep that in the forefront of your mind and your thoughts in the morning as you want to roll back over or as you want to press news. Remind yourself how good that meditation feels. Remind yourself all the things that come with that early morning wake up. Write that in there. It's discipline. It takes a lot, but you can do it. So just to remind you, if you need more persuasion to get up early, our meditations are 40% more powerful when we wake up in the early morning before sunrise which is really wild that's a lot more powerful they're already so powerful and you could feel that no matter what time of the day you practice and imagine making them 40 times more powerful we're able to slip right into that meditation our active mind isn't wiring we're still in that subconscious state and we're able to do some really deep work there so Those are all the reasons why you should really encourage yourself to get up and out early. That brings me to the next question. One of us wrote in that um, we need help with our mind wandering while meditating. So the first thing I always suggest for that is seeing if you can wake up earlier and getting your meditation in first thing as early as possible in the morning. The next thing I want to tell you is that it's normal for thoughts to come in. We're human beings and it is normal to have those thoughts that creep in. And I share this all the time. A lot of the time, I remember things that I typically wouldn't remember that I'm so grateful came into my awareness during meditation because I may have forgotten about them or I get that thought of inspiration. So don't try to block any thoughts welcome them allow them to come in but you should just stay on top of them how how much time are you spending thinking about them bring yourself back to the focus of your breath is what really helps me and that's why I love kundalini from the beginning I feel like having that focus on the breath work that we're doing it helps us to get out of our mind into our body bringing our focus on the breath someone else wrote Um, needing assistance of being on time and this also kind of goes with building better habits so what I like to do and I've shared this so many times on my Instagram social media maybe even here or through meditations if I know that I have a lot to do and I might be running late for the day I love to ask divine to open up time for me allow me to be on time allow me to stay on track and allow even extra time to open and I promise you every single time I do that it works and I have I have found time in my day it is so cool so I just wanted to share that little thing that I do to help me be on time but also time management is thinking about I, this is what I like to do a lot. I like to think, okay, what time do I have to leave? Get that time in my head and then work backwards. How much time do I need to shower and get ready? How much time do I need to work out? How much time do I need to meditate? How much time do I need to take Bam Bam for a walk? And I break all of those tasks down into an approximate amount of time. And then I leave myself about 10 minutes. Honestly, no, I don't, but you should. <laughs> 
I'm usually about 10 minutes late to everything. So I'm just sharing with you what would work for you if you don't want to be 10 minutes late like me. Um, but by starting, I'm promising you by starting in the morning with that intention, asking your guides to help you, that really does work. And every time I do that, I'm always on time. So another really good question that someone wrote in is not letting outside energy take us over how do we not allow the energy around us to really take us over and someone actually wrote this about other people who are close to them in their energy and someone else wrote this about just living through really hard times and I have a lot I want to say about this so the first thing is it is challenging when you're in the same physical space as someone and you're trying not to take on their physical energy the energy that they're emitting out taking time this is a little trick that I do if I feel myself taking on someone else's energy I literally force out and exhale (sighs) pushing that energy that I'm starting to take on and feel inside my body out of me and then I take my own energy my own breath on my inhale and I consciously come back into my light and my energy after that I will visualize a shield of white light energetic protection surrounding my physical body and tuning into that shield as I might start to feel that energy coming closer, coming in closer to my physical body, my aura, I'll visualize that shield around me and remind myself it's there and remind myself that I am protected and I'm holding my light. So that's what I do if someone is near me and I feel like I'm taking on their energy navigating the times that we're living in staying in the light when there's so much darkness on earth is a really huge challenge and I feel like I could do an episode all in this all on this Um, but what I want to share about this is I know and I'm sharing this because maybe this will resonate with you I know that I'm part of the family of light I know that my mission here on earth is to hold the frequency of love and light and that high vibrational energy no matter how many Instagram posts say that like love and light isn't needed here or doesn't work like everything is energy and love and light is the highest frequency so there are a lot of people on here that need to um advocate or put out a lot of information about what's going on and there's other people who are holding the frequency for the earth and then there's other people who may not even be tuned into any of it and that's fine because we all have a different path here on earth but what I know about myself and probably about you who are guided here to this practice and to this podcast is that I'm part of the family of light I chose to be here to do this work I chose to be here to be able to transmute darkness and hold a higher frequency because if we're all vibrating on a lower frequency what is earth going to look and feel like people have to help people have to balance it out and I don't ever feel guilty for that because that is part of my path so I don't want you to feel guilty about your light and the light that you're holding and the love that you're holding with everything that could feel so heavy of what's going on on earth so the other part of this question I think is that sometimes it's hard to tap into the light when the energy around us is so heavy and that's when I personally go to my books where um, the Pleiadians channel so I love bringers of the dawn I love family of light it just reminds me of 
me and why I'm here and that a lot of what we're seeing outside is part of the evolution of consciousness and it's so hard to wrap our heads around it's so hard to just accept because it is so dark but in order for people to ascend sometimes it takes a lot of challenge like look at 2020 it was the hardest year we've all ever experienced but how many people woke up in that year and started to re started to reevaluate the life choices they were making the job they had where they lived how they started their day sometimes that huge challenge is what really catapults us forward and then elevates the frequency of the earth so that's what I want to share on this and I'm sending you so much love if you're feeling the heaviness today um Sometimes we can't help but feel it. But taking time off of social, taking time away from the news is 100% essential. Um, I could talk so much more about this, but I'm going to save it for another time. But that's what I'll share today and I hope that that helps. Someone wrote in about letting go of other people's opinions. Oh my goodness. They are not living your life. And guess what? Their judgments are really limiting beliefs that they hold of themselves and has zero to do with you. Nothing to do with you. They are not living your life. This is your incarnation here on earth. And you are worthy of living your best life. You're worthy of doing whatever the F you want no matter what that looks like or feels like from the outside and imagine going through your whole life and being 111 years old about to pass over into the next dimension and thinking wow I made a lot of choices because I thought that's what other people wanted me to do oh my god talk about regret we are not here to live a life of regrets we're here to live a life of alignment a life of our dharma and our truth anytime you start to question yourself just dm me okay i got you you have a community here myself all the community members we are here because we want to step in our truth and we want to see other people step into their truth because by doing that you are serving your soul's purpose and people need whatever it is you have to offer whatever it is I started following this girl well actually I started seeing her on Instagram then I just recently started following her but she was doing the weirdest dance moves ever I need her handle she was just dancing at like golden hour each day into her phone and I was like damn this girl is getting weird and I effing love it like you find your people when you start to just let go of other people's opinions and start doing you you find your people they will find you and it opens up a whole different energy a whole different trajectory of your life so please don't sell yourself short Please don't worry about anyone else's opinion and please do what you are meant to do. Whether that means for enjoyment, for pleasure, for for your work, whatever it may be. Okay? Promise? Okay. Next question. Finding time for myself while still being a good mom. This is so important. I work with so many moms and I have to say that they feel their best when they take time for them. You cannot pour from an empty cup. I know you heard it all before, but I want you to know, stop looking at time for yourself 
as time for yourself. It's not time for yourself. It is actually time for everyone else you love because by taking that time of solitude in isolation, time to go within, you are recharging yourself so you can give that much more to everyone else that you love in your life, especially your children. And I've heard so many parents say after they started this practice, started carving out time for them, they feel more patient. They feel more grounded. We have to stop looking at it as time for ourselves, but really time so that we could be the best version for ourselves, but also for everyone else. And start small and start just do, having micro moments of doing what you feel you need and what, what makes you feel joy, what makes you feel happiness, because guess what? Your children are going to feel that. They're going to feel that you're happy and you're going to show them what that self-respect looks like, what self-care truly looks like. How many of us had parents, some of us, some of us may not, who who didn't take any time for themselves and what what do we now have to heal from that? Do we now have guilt we have to heal thinking that we're not supposed to because our parents didn't? Do we think maybe it's not necessary and we have no self-care practice? Do we think... Maybe our parent was very frustrated a lot and we have to heal from those projected frustrations when really they just needed time for a long deep breath. So think of it for not just you but everyone else around you because it truly, truly is. Okay, our next question. How can I not be so hard on myself? Really good question. I think that we are our own biggest critics for sure and I believe that self-love and affirmations really does help so much. So in the beginning of my journey to evolve, I had to really take time to re-channel my mind and my thoughts and mine wasn't necessarily being so hard on myself and having those self-loathing thoughts but of anxiety thinking that something was going to be wrong etc but I think how we can manage these is very similar so when those thoughts come in I want you to identify them as thoughts that don't serve you thoughts that are not true thoughts that are critical and turn it into a self-love affirmation and as you do this you're going to start to see probably a common thread through the affirmations that you need there's probably going to be one two or three that you rotate around and I want you to take those with you starting in the morning with your morning meditation beginning your meditation with it bringing that affirmation in with every breath you take during your meditation sealing your practice off with it and then throughout the day when you need to stop those thoughts that are self-loathing and bring in the affirmation I think that's really a helpful where a, a helpful place to start. You can also journal, but that is how you're going to take it into your day and bring it with you wherever you go and start to create those new neural pathways to that positive thought rather than the negative. And I hope that's helpful. I think depending on what the thoughts are, we could get a little bit more specific, but that's pretty general, and I hope that that's helpful. I know that it's so helpful for me. We have another question about letting go of what I cannot control. This one's loaded. So 
in order to let go of things that we cannot control, we have to have faith. We have to have this inner knowing that we trust a higher power. We trust the outcome. We know that we're on a spiritual path and that everything that's going to happen is for our greatest good, whether we can identify that or not. And it's part of our soul plan and soul contract. We are so not in control. We have a lot of power over our reality. We can co-create a lot, but at the end of the day, we are not in control of anyone else but our own thoughts, our own breath. So taking time to build that faith and how can you do that? You can do that by looking around for signs, asking the universe for signs. Um, You can do that by telling the universe that you want to let go of your worries and your stress and just hand it over to your angels, your guides, the universe, whatever it may be. And you will feel lighter because worrying or not being able to let go of what we can't control really just blocks us or can even bring us to manifesting something that we don't want rather than what we do. So something that I've been doing, I was born into a family that are a bunch of warriors and I at a very young age remember making the connection, if you love someone you worry about them and it was a learned behavior that I kept throughout my whole life up until maybe, I don't know, a few years ago sometimes it still slips in and something I do is give it to God the universe my angels and just say this is something I'm carrying I know I don't have any control over it can you please take care of it for me and just bringing the awareness to that and saying that and putting that out there helps you to really release it from you and you have to have that faith and My practice, a very extensive meditation practice, has brought me back to my faith, seeing signs from the universe, asking for them, and then feeling so grateful for them as they have come through is how I continue to build my faith. So those are some things that I think can help letting go of what you cannot control. The last question for today is staying off the phone at nighttime. So I actually heard last night that our addiction to sugar is 10 times, I believe it was 10 times more than what an addiction to cocaine or sorry, sugar is 10 times more addictive than cocaine. And my first initial thought was like, wow, then how addictive is our computer and our devices? It's real. Like the addiction is real. I'm not going to lie to you. What I would say is get some things in place at night that you enjoy doing and do them for yourself. So I like to pick up a book that really soothes me and brings in all of my divine connection and spirituality that really connects me spiritually. I like to take baths. I like to um, maybe listen to an audio meditation rather than sit and scroll. Um, I like to spend time with my husband. We've been getting out, going for walks each night, which has been amazing for my digestion, actually. I just feel so much less bloated. It's so nice after dinner to go for a walk and be in nature, watch the sunset, and to move my body. So find things that 
serve you at night and try your best to stick with them make a goal for yourself when are you getting off your phone when are you getting off social media you can even my husband and I did this for a while we set a timer on our phones to shut down any social media app after a certain time of the day and that was really supportive because our bodies will just go and click on it even if we don't even want to be there it's like it's it's really scary to be honest with you and that is like a buffer it's like wait do you really want to click on this and it gives you that option to like cancel out your timer or to respect the boundary that you put in place so those are some tips and I'm really excited that we did this I loved hearing what support you guys needed and I love being able to provide it for you. I hope that it resonates. I hope that it's helpful for you. If you heard anything in this episode that you have further questions about, please feel free to reach out. If you have any other questions that you would like me to answer in this Q&A style, please reach out. I'm going to do my next episode, hopefully with my husband. We have to find some time together to do that. But um, there were some questions about quitting alcohol, relationship advice, and I thought it'd be really fun to bring him on with me and answer some of those questions together. So if you have any questions for us or just for me, please reach out. Thank you guys always for being here. I love this beautiful space we've created. There's so much more I want to continue to share here in this protective little capsule. But for now, may the longtime sun shine upon you. Sat now.